Bill O'Reilly here. Monday, March 29, 2021. You're listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. The president prepares yet another stimulus bill. Donald Trump speaks out against Mr. Biden's border policy. Baltimore stops prosecuting drug possession. New York poised to legalize recreational marijuana. Scientists say smoking pot could increase your risk of COVID. Also ahead, how do you think President Biden did at his press conference? But first, the president set to unveil yet another massive stimulus bill in Pittsburgh this week. This one focusing on infrastructure, the $3 trillion package expected to include funds for roads and bridges, as well as addressing climate change and income inequality. If passed, a proposal would push new federal spending past $5 trillion in less than three months, which is unsustainable. Donald Trump saying he may visit the U.S.-Mexican border next week because Joe Biden's immigration policies are, quote, destroying the country. The number of migrants crossing illegally into the USA is up 100% compared to one year ago. About 95,000 people breached the border in March, and those were just the ones who got caught. City of Baltimore is suspending criminal charges for, quote, minor offenses. People no longer will be prosecuted for drug possession, even heroin, trespassing on private property. That means they can set up on your front lawn, traffic violations, and prostitution. Residents in New York preparing for the illegal sale of marijuana starting in just a few months. Lawmakers agreeing on last-minute details like who gets the taxes, how much pot people can buy at one time, and where the pot stores will be located. Shops in other states like Colorado prohibit the sale of cannabis near schools, churches, or senior living facilities, but in New York City that's impossible because of the population density. Doctors now believe consuming marijuana on a regular basis could increase a person's risk of contracting COVID. Experts say the habit, along with smoking tobacco, makes the lungs more susceptible to the virus. In a moment, the Biden press conference. What's the deal? Right back with that. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. It is impossible to get an accurate reading on President Biden from the media, which is invested in either loving him or hating the president. Very similar to the Trump situation. But let me give the press conference last week a shot based on facts. Item. The president told the world that he will not let migrant children, quote, starve to death on the other side of the border, of course. Well, that's good. It would be bad for a president to let kids die from hunger. Mr. Biden then said, quote, no previous administration did that either, except Trump, whereupon the White House press corps collectively nodded. Not one correspondent challenged the assertion even though no one has ever alleged that before. Not even the New York Times, which would have been thrilled to place starving children at Donald Trump's doorstep. Item. 
Mr. Biden was asked some questions about the dangerous chaos on the southern border. Some Border Patrol personnel believe it's the worst situation in 20 years. But the president says he doesn't see a specific problem. Quote, there is a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter. It happens every year. Oh, but a stat check reveals in February 2021, the Border Patrol apprehended 174% more illegal border crossers than in February 2020 under President Trump. Does Joe Biden even know that? Does he realize that on the same day he blamed winter for illegal migration, 6,000 foreign nationals were processed by the Border Patrol? Item. Despite the winter rationalization, the president says he is dealing with the border challenge and has a solution. Kind of. Quote, we're going to be moving within the next week over 100,000, I mean 1,000, people out of Border Patrol into safe, secure beds and facilities, unquote. Now, there have been more than 100,000 migrants apprehended each month on Joe Biden's watch. So moving 1,000 into motels will not do much good. By the way, about 82 million taxpayer dollars has been allocated to shelter foreign nationals. Summing up, President Biden is not going to let the children starve. He's getting some of them rooms. And he's not worried because all of this is a winter thing. Does that make sense to you? Do you really think President Biden knows how to deal with the disorder he's created at the southern border? But here's what old Joe does know. Doesn't matter what he says. It doesn't matter if he wanders when speaking, if he says crazy stuff, if he forgets his narrative in mid-sentence. None of that matters because the press is on his side. Yes, Joe Biden definitely knows the media is in the tank for him in every season. Starving kids or no starving kids. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com, BillOReilly.com, where there is a newscast each evening. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. More than one million books are published in America every year. A majority sell less than 250 copies, but a select few become classics. Here are the most read titles of all time. Only five works of fiction have topped 100 million in sales. First, Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None, followed by J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit, and then C.S. Lewis's classic, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The second spot is the only book not originally published in English, The Little Prince. Number one, no surprise, J.K. Rowling's first Harry Potter story. About 130 million copies currently in print. The entire series has sold 500 million books. Wow. Now for the nonfiction side. The stats are a bit smaller. The top five include Maya Angelou's autobiography, 
I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings, Truman Capote's In Cold Blood, Stephen King's Memoir of the Craft, The Cosmos by Carl Sagan, and finally, Michelle Obama's life story, Becoming, which is still selling. But here's something you might not know. The best-selling nonfiction book series in history is my Killing Series. 17 million copies of the nine killing books in print. And number 10 comes out May 4th, Killing the Mob traces the brutal history of 20th century organized crime in the United States. Covering the period from the 1930s to present day, you will meet bank robbers such as John Dillinger, Bonnie and Clyde, Pretty Boy Floyd, Babyface Nelson. Also, we detail the creation of the mafia, the power struggles within the five families, the growth of the FBI, the mob battles to control Cuba, Vegas, and Hollywood as well as a personal war between U.S. Attorney General Bobby Kennedy and crooked Teamsters boss Jimmy Hoffa. I think you'll like Killing the Mob. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.